what could you accomplish if you got out of your own way? This is the question that I endeavour to answer with today's guest, Beth Neely, who is a practitioner of the Sparrow School of Awakening, Akashic Record Reader and more. In this two-part conversation, we explore the shadow of being born in a society that has narrow expectations of what it means to be a woman, and how spiritual tools such as these can help us get out of our own way and in touch with the essence of who we really are. In this season, we have been exploring the themes of art, magic and creativity, three areas of our lives where most of us have received deep conditioning growing up. If the idea of being an artist or a creative feels alien to you, you're meant to be here. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Starry Sky and Witchy Things podcast. I'm Alexis, your new witchy beefer. I'm known as Asteria in witchy circles. I'm a photographer by day and start obsessed urban witch by night. Sometimes the opposite, often both at once. And I'm as star obsessed as Natsuki's Shinomiya in Utapri. Or just a warning, there would be loads of otaku references. I'm a Capricorn Sun, Scorpio Moon and Scorpio Rising, probably a Lyran Star Seed, a Tarot Lover and all of my lipsticks have a spell on them. I started this podcast to share my passion and the empowerment and self-love that Cosmic Witchcraft brought into my life. Come every Thursday for captivating conversations about life, business and magic that blend the practical with the woo. I bring you all-out history geek solo episodes and amazing guests to explore the ways in which we can bring mm. more enchantment into our lives. So, I Ready always pull a tarot card for then the conversation into and episode. I'm kind of surprised that for you I got the Queen of Swords because knowing the things that you do, I would not have put you down as a source. So, <laughs> you always in the subconscious and things so I was kind of like more queen of cups mm-hmm. that's an interesting card to get it is it is how do you feel about it then <laughs> um well I, I don't per, I'm not particularly knowledgeable of Voltero I do more channeling with Oracle so I don't actually know exactly what <laughs> nine of swords means so <laughs> yeah I can tell you the queen of swords is more like <clears throat> a mastery of the intellect Mm-hmm. Okay. Kind of looking more inwards. My gosh, my voice is going. Um, rather, and so the court cards would be the journey from like a mm-hmm. child kind of mind through teenage, where you're kind of like starting to be a bit more in control of things, but still kind of out of control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you get into the king and queen, well, queen and king, where you have a more inward looking whatever it is, in this case, is the intellect, the mind, thinking. Yeah. And the king is kind of like more for the collective. Mm-hmm. When looking outward. Sounds familiar. For the thing. So it's very, it. yeah, I do. It's very fitting because I, 
I talk about that a lot in the work that I do leads into one having a really strong intellectual discourse with their emotions. And that's a really strong emotional intellect and emotional maturity. And because that's a big part of our inner healing and to the belief to, for us to be our authentic self, whether we're, you know, witchy or normal or, well, you know, define witchy is the new normal or spiritual is the new normal, but whatever that may be for you. Right. So no, I very much resonate with that. It was very fitting, very aligned as always. Hey, okay, yeah. that, I would <laughs> So do you want to kind of go a little bit more into this idea of the emotional intelligence and how the thinking, the emotions, that's fascinating because I have no idea how to do that. So kind of like, very embodied and very mm-hmm. feeling the emotions, even though I can't make out what the emotion I'm feeling actually is. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I just really quickly, I would love to say about that. Like most it's it, a lot of times it is really hard to know exactly what it is that we're feeling in that moment to actually label each and every moment or each and every feeling. And what typically happens when we feel overwhelmed is because of, um, we don't have that access or taking the moment to be present to feel each and every emotion, it tends to get compiled in some overwhelm. So that's why I'm a huge advocate on emotional clearing tool, um, using muscle testing, which is kinesiology, um, the Chinese meridians, the elements, emotions. There's a chart that we use to label that emotion that one was to muscle test either for myself or for another with permission to, with consent to be in your energy, of course. And then that emotion is labeled. It's brought to the conscious mind. We then are aware of like, oh, okay. It's not necessarily that I feel bad about me or that I'm sad. I'm actually more brooding over what's happened the last few days. I haven't moved through all of the different pieces. See how that difference. But if we're sitting in like a place of sad, we're not really sure. So therefore we're not actually moving through the brooding aspect of and not able to let go of the multitude of things that's led to different feelings. Uh, got a little bit long-winded there, but um, I'm a huge advocate, like I said, on emotional clearing and the emotional clearing tool. And shifting an emotional state through muscle testing has been the most empowering movement for me into my inner healing and to really be this authentic woman in her mystical self, my magical self, my skillful set, just my authentic star self. And I believe everybody should learn it. Um, you actually can learn a basic muscle testing and, um, yeah, that's why it's, I got a little long winded on that, but (laughs) that's how passionate I am about emotional clearing and learning this tool. And basically I learned how to communicate with my body and pull things from the subconscious. So that way I'm like, Oh, that's what's going on. Then I can be more empowered and move through that without not knowing and just reveling and holding back because I'm sitting heavy in some emotions. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about being long-winded. If anybody's listening to this podcast, they're used to it. Oh, they are. Okay, they're okay, okay, great. Solo episodes are just going <laughs> to go off and tangent uh, over and over. So, yeah, that. it's the ADHD brain. So I think most people would kind of relate if they're not neurospicy themselves. If they're mm-hmm. still around, it's not mm-hmm. something that puts them off. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, I'm actually really big on this similar thing. So now we use the same tools that you're talking about. So I absolutely have no idea how to dig deeper into that specific conversation. So mm-hmm. feel free to stop me if there's anything that you want to 
specify or share that you haven't said yet. So I love on your website that you say one of the things that you do is being a transformation alchemist, because that speaks to my witchy heart to a deep level. Mm -hmm. That is that related to using the body to get through to the subconscious and bringing things forth and then getting them out? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, a, a big piece of a journey to go inward, to honor your shadows, to get connected to your inner self, to learn to love you, to basically change how you feel about yourself. You know, there's a magical element to look really inward and allow the peace, allow the pain to alchemize, to transform into a place of power. I actually have that on one of my bios somewhere from pain to power. And to me, that's what transformation, transformational alchemy is. And because I had to feel into what did I go through to get to this person that you see before you, a woman who reads Akashic records and who has a star energy and loves to magnetize and be a service for others and educate on emotional intelligence and use the spiral modality to change how they feel about themselves to help people feel better about themselves. And there's such a passion behind that. And I had to go through that myself, which is everything that I learned in the healing and the emotional clearing and any trauma work and all of that. I was able to then up my intellectual discourse of my emotion, emotions, learn how to gain self-mastery over them. So therefore I'm driving the will in my life, not any sort of skewed emotion or skewed belief about myself. And that's me alchemizing, transforming my pain into a power that works for me. Um, so that's the way that I view transformation alchemy. And the day that it hit me, I was like, oh, I'm, ooh, I'm a transformation alchemist. That's what I do. You know, it even took a moment for me to feel into the emotional charge, the, the trigger per se, now that we've all heard that terminology. But I like to say emotional charge because that's what happens in our body when we feel that tingle. When I felt that contract contraction of, oh, oh, let me do a little clearing around that. I'm okay being a transformation alchemist. You know, if I muscle tested and it broke, I found the emotion, cleared it. So that way I could be neutral around that feeling. I didn't have something skew me away from that belief. Um, <clears throat> and that's a lot of times coaches, leaders, healers, however you want to group yourself, you know, we are best in our message when we've taken that journey, we've walked the walk and we've talked that talk and we've learned all the tools and emotions and clearing and healing and journeying and shadow work and loving self, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I know how to walk that path. So I, it just hurts my heart to see so many other people who just don't feel the best about themselves. and They don't believe that they have the gift to read tarot or they have the gift to honor the perception of their self through their, their own vision that they have of themselves or even believe and have confidence that they could read Akashic records like myself. I was there once. I remember being in that place of, I don't know what I'm hearing. I'm just making this up. I, this is bull. This is crap. I, I don't believe this into a place where like, and then you step over that line once I've done so much work and you actually move to a place of belief and confidence that, Mm, nope, I have a very dominant Claire audience of my Claire's and um, I hear spirit in places in my head, behind me, surround sound, next to me, whispering like that's how I'm told when I do sessions and of course sometimes visuals. Um, but it's taken a lot of work to move into that place where I believe they're like, nope, you're quite a mystical woman and quite powerful, I might add, and an amazing emotional clearing practitioner. And 
I do a damn good job to help others believe that they have the capability to change how they feel about themselves. And it is a passion for me to walk this walk and to be of service for other women that want to believe that they have all these gifts and that they, this person that they've always fantasized about quotation, right? We always dream or fantasize about this woman who we always wanted to be when actually it's not a fantasy. You're seeing visions of yourself. Now let's just clear that path of believing so you can actually become who you already are, believe in her. And there's a real alchemy to that. And I fully believe in all of this. I don't even remember what you asked. I kind of went on a tangent, but. That's definitely fine. I am keeping, sort of vaguely keeping track, except that now I'm going like it. I want to go in two different directions because I'm really excited about the fact that you read the Akashic Records because I tried twice. Yeah. I'm absolutely not at any point ever where I can actually feel like anything beyond like an emotional clearing. Mm-hmm. It's been my experience both times. It's sort of kind of like the healing well, literally. So no knowledge, no answer to the specific questions I went in with. Nothing, just crying. But they kind of kind of the, when it, you can feel the energy moving mm-hmm. at the end. So it's kind of like, so maybe that was what I was meant to be getting. But also it's kind of like slightly disappointed when people are talking about getting all these messages and downloading codes and everything. And I just go there and cry. Mm-hmm. But we can circle back to the Akashic Records. I love the spiral as an image, as a symbol. It says, in magic, is a very potent symbol. So there's story behind the method and how, why the spiral well um you know the spiral image really represents how we truly are to navigate our healing moving forward meaning our growth is a slow moving process onward or forward so a spiral starts in one spot and just slowly starts to have subtle movement to go upward and in this journey, a lot of people are looking for quick fixes. They want to get better. They get reading after reading and reading after reading, mainly because mainly because they don't believe in their own intuition and insight, what they're feeling or hearing or knowing about themselves. But the other reason is they're lost and just don't know how to change how they feel about themselves or to change, get lo- change out of what's been normally happening in their life, like making a difference. And... The spiral was created by Dane Thomas in 2012. He pulled together a map of different things from the scale of David Hawkins scale of consciousness, uh, NLP, neuro linguistic programming, um, the chakra system, Chinese meridians, acupressure points, kinesiology using muscle testing, and he formed this map. And um, I love being in a room and hearing him tell some of the stories uh, of the days of when he was like first doing it, perfecting it. He would have lines of people out of the door of his old place when he was first creating the modality, doing clear after clear after clear after clear after clear. And he formed the spiral modality. And I just would love to say that that modality is a registered modality since 2012. Um, it is a technically a seven stage with an integration stage process. Uh, so an eight stage process um, of basically diving into the subconscious and discovering unhealthy conditioned emotional patterns um, that are connected to other emotions, clearing those, releasing those. So one can move into feeling more of their authentic self, 
I'm saying that at a very basic level, a very, very basic level. Um, but just to give you an idea, um, like for instance, you know, level one is about deserving. And if we are riddled in a lot of shame, guilt, and dogma, like these rigid rules that society has placed on us or our family, you know, we are in this place where we don't really feel deserving that not only can we have the life, but that we can even dream of it. Right. And so by clearing shame, guilt, and dogma, you know, it increases your self-worth and you move into a place you start to actually deserve. And I just remember when I went through the spiral for the first time, that that first level, it was the first couple of levels, but that first level really solidified how I felt and my worth about myself. That it was just riddled on so much shame, how my life had went and that I was deserving everything that happened to me because I was a crap person. I don't know if I can cuss on here, but I was going to say crap, but <laughs> But, you know, you believe that I was this, thank you. I was believing that I was this, you know, crap person who deserved to have it because of, I didn't follow the rules, the dogma that was supposed to be laid out before me of this woman coming from the South who's supposed to be married and have children and be a stay at home mother and blah, 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 all that boring stuff that, Hey, okay. Disclaimer, pause, (laughs) just boring for myself. If it's for you and anyone else, that's great. I'm happy for you that that was not the path for me, but being raised in the South of, you know, the United States and Tennessee, you know, I'm raised as a woman that you're supposed to be there to take care of a man, subservient you up to, you know, a man and have children and lose yourself. And that, that becomes your identity. And that just wasn't for me. And, you know, the guilt and shame I was even carrying just around that of this woman who was always very eccentric and lively and star energy and magnetizing and comical and fun and adventurous and all the things that we, I wouldn't really talk. You know what I mean? So yeah. when I went through that and realized that, oh, God, I just cleared so much conditioning around who I was supposed to be, um, it it freed me up to then move into a place where I knew that I deserved to be the person I was destined to be. I'm saying this on a real basic level um, just because it's so intricate. It's a deconstructive modality, meaning I'm deconstructing unhealthy emotional conditioned patterns and we're clearing that away. And as you integrate, you start to really gain access to feel more neutral around shame or guilt or dogma. And it doesn't pull you off course or path so hard. I always like to think of it like I always just envision it in just a really simple way, like, Whatever, you know, different people in different states or different regions in the United States call freeways, freeways or interstates, wherever you are and you're listening to this, it is what it is. But just imagine you're driving down the freeway of shame and you're able to move through it and feel more neutral around it. But instead, an unhealthy conditioned pattern, think of it like you took a wrong turn off of a, off of an off ramp or on an off ramp and you're looping in that off ramp over. And you don't know how to get back to the place where you can feel neutral and you're just driving forward. Um, That was to me, I was like this little visual I got a long time ago. It just kind of made sense to give an idea of like what it's really like. Of like when you're over here perpetuating this unhealthy pattern, the slightest bit of self-worth you might be feeling or if somebody shames you or you feel shame, you're over here perpetuating this pattern, not realizing it's keeping you from just a really bundled up keeping you from really being able to move forward in your life in some way and, and increasing your self-worth where you feel like you can just live the life that you desire. And I was really lost before I found the spiral. Um, I had just lost my mother uh, in June of 2017. I lost my mentor a month later who I loved more than anything. Um, 
And then five and a half months later, my dad passed of pancreatic cancer. So, so there was a lot of tragedy and heaviness that happened in a short amount of time. So that coupled on top of already not feeling the best about myself. And I, did, I was an undiagnosed ADHD neurospicy woman. And I just always felt like crap about myself. And I took a turn and realized that I needed to change. And it really is true that when I hear it time and time again, um, that your soul will ping of like, what's the spiral? What is that? It's like your soul going, hello, find out. You want to know more about that? Just because of how powerful of a modality, it's not a bandaid that you rip off for this shiny syndrome that people kind of get. It's like band-aids and fixers of readings and programs and modalities and all the thing. I've tried it all and I've done it all until this skeptical Scorpio was like something about the spiral. Okay, diving into the subconscious and finding unhealthy condition patterns that happened in my developmental years when I was young and clearing that away in my mind, I'm aware now of what was happening, really strengthened how I would change and how I felt about myself. And that was really the name of the game. And I was able to grow into confidence with my energy, who I was, that I'm destined for more. I'm an educator. Um, and that I'm a mystic who loves to dive into uh, people's Akasha and connect with them, connect to their guides and deliver messages. I love that so much. And also moving me to a place that I believe that my purpose being this woman is also here to be of service and others to change that, as I've mentioned earlier, to change how they feel about themselves. And you don't change how you feel about yourself. How do you expect to really learn tarot or expand your gifts or have the life that you desire and feel more joy in your life. And, you know, cause I'm going to tell you always perpetuating depression and heaviness and ADA undiagnosed ADHD and just never feeling good about myself and pre-aging because of how I felt that wasn't really fun. I look back going, God, I was masking and miserable and I had to, I had to finally make the decision and use my own mindset. Like, okay, I can either keep the strength of this unhappiness or I can make that shift, make the decision. No, I'm going to use this strength instead of heaviness. And I'm going to make the decision to seek the help that I'm going to get. That's going to work for me to rearrange and recalibrate how I feel about myself and also reconnect to my little self. I'm a playful woman. And in this journey, I hope you don't, I'm just going to keep going and talking about this if that's okay. But, yes, um, sure. you're here for journey, a reason. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I believe that too. Thank you. Um, on this journey, you know, it didn't dawn on me that the work that I was doing, uh, uh, like you hear, oh, we're doing this work for healing. You've got to heal and heal yourself. Oh, I got to do inner child work, but I'm not really sure. How do you merge that? Like I've heard so much of that. And ideally, is when you learn to, Trust yourself and your discernment and others and your boundaries and you feel safe in your body. This is from the work that I've done. That automatically then translate to me honoring my little self because she now trusts that she's going to be taken care of because she she went through her own challenges and her own traumas, I think, when she's little. So she, she never felt safe. She didn't trust other humans, adult humans, and that perpetuates into all the different attachments and mechanisms, codependencies, all the things I could list forever, but I think we know what we mean. 
And yeah. you become this adult who's just perpetuating all these cycles and attachments and codependencies and traumas and flailing and screwed nervous systems and blah, 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 blah. And on that journey, I've done a lot of connecting with her and I honor her at every moment. I mean, I'm obviously, I have a really strong energy and I've really channeled that for softness and gentle and safety. I surrogate power to those who just haven't felt the power within them to be able to allow themselves to fall apart because if they fall apart, it's the end of the world. So clients who are ready to go all in, I surrogate power because it's unbelievably strong and I have that capability of creating this little energetic container so they can just fall apart and we clear away all the crap and the limited beliefs and the conditioning and they reemerge as like this butterfly who's able to then move forward um, in proactive steps to start enjoying their life and being who they were destined to be on this planet. And I just, I can't, I think when I see stories and I hear things of people that have, they're just lost in those cycles or they just don't know who to trust to lean in that direction for help, or they don't even know where to go to get any sort of this type of help. It just, it pulls me into the depth of my soul to want to help change. So I've even had to do work around that. Like, God, I can't just do everybody. You know, I don't have the energetically, I don't have the energetic spoons for that, but you know what I'm aligned to and pull those people in. I'm very passionate about that. And I lost my train of thought and I just kind of kept talking, but, um, it happens, but it all kind of comes back around into the circle and, you know, mm -hmm. it really started when we were kind of, ch we got moved into, started to Kashuk records, but also so the spiral and, um, Oh, that's right. I'm going to pull this back around for you because I can get back on track. There we go. I love I, ADHD could be your superpower when you really own your neuro spiciness, right? But how that really started, which was Dane Thomas creating the modality. He tried out the modality on many, 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 many people telling the story is hysterical and um, it morphed into there. And I am now one of 300 and oh gosh. Um, well, let me just move on to another thought process is I also assist with the school. I also assist in this school to, uh, for other people to other participants to become spiral practitioners. Um, so, um, I assist in the trainings. Um, I assist now in the emotional, to have emotional clearing trainings, hint, hint, hint. So one can learn that self mastery and the tool to how to shift your own emotional state. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. By the way, I've not only have I taken it, but I've assisted on the last two assistant coach, coach, assisted assistant coach got it. Anyway, you know what I mean? I uh, yeah. did. I assisted on the trainings and now I also assist on the spiral fright trainings. And just because of I'm that passionate with how amazing this modality is that I, I want to be there. And I, I'm very lucky that they allowed, you know, those skills to flourish because I'm an educator at heart also. And, you know, being a part of that also. So we, and the point of saying that is we just came out with the last cohort. So I can't remember how many is in there and add that too, but we're about three, three thirty, three forty strong of pracs and, there's a, an array of talented, beautiful, amazing, powerful practitioners all over the world. And um, if anyone's listening to this and they do make it to the spiral.com website, you can go into different sections and look for practitioners and you can read the different bios and feel some different energies. 
and um, you click on U.S. because I'm in the States and my face is the face you'll see first. <laughs> and I'm an advanced practitioner. I do advanced work. So I do super advanced work, which I love, love, love. And um, you get to really feel into the energy of the practitioner because there's something really beautiful to be powerfully, energetically aligned with the practitioner. It's like this double body flow, energetic flow state. And it's such a beautiful journey with the energetically aligned practitioner. Um, but yeah, it just, it took off from there. He decided that he's more of an artist. And so, uh, day now is super back. Of, I didn't want to say back of the house, but he's super in the distance. The ladies, Kylie Ryan, uh, may and Bianca now own the spiral. Um, Miley, Miley, may and Kylie are master NLP trainers, they, between them, 40 years of coaching and experience, they are unbelievably brilliant women. And it's something awesome to talk about a woman-owned business. And mm -hmm. I get to assist and support them in their trainings. And um, so they've taken – and they, Kylie's always come into the trainings and do NLP um, um, classes on the trainings. And now she, you know, she's the CEO of the school. So it's really, really – They've taken it and hold it a direction. And um, I'm just so proud to be a part of that journey and be proud of something so powerful that really facilitates massive change and really helps move one into alchemizing their pain into the whatever power means for them. Woo, take a break. Take a breath, Beth. <laughs> yeah. Calm down if you want to take a drink and everything. You know, I love what you were saying earlier on in the in the journey about the fact that the method starts with self-worth. And it sounds like a cliche of the spiritual kind of self-help industry and everybody's talking about self-worth, but it's really like the fundamental thing. Mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. It's like the domino piece that is going to knock everything off if you can heal that. If you don't feel like you're worthy, then why bother with anything else? It's like that's that's ultimately what's going to hold somebody back from ever really moving to the place that you expanding into this fantasy person that we've always wished we could be this person who wears this type of clothes and they live in this area and has this type of relationship and Oh, how awesome that would be. And I'm like, it's actually obtainable. You know, it's like healing the place of how you feel about yourself. And if you're worthy of that life is like, the foundational concrete piece when you're building a house, that concrete slab and building the half, you've got to get that concrete slab in check and clear and work around with the shame, guilt and dogma that's created this cycle of undeserving. And I'm going to tell you something. It's a, it can be a really stubborn level for many. And being that I'm a reformed stubborn Scorpio, I don't say that I'm stubborn anymore. I said that I'm reformed stubborn because when we say those things, we're actually keep affirming that we are. So I realized that it was like, oh, I'm in a, re a reformed stubborn Scorpio. I'm open and receiving to for change. And wow, I have broken through the barriers of the conditioning of what a Scorpio really is. Wow, look at me. But uh, <laughs> when, you know, Ed knows moments, it was a, my energy was so stubborn and wanted to just be there and be in my saboteur of, nope, that's just me. Nobody can help me. I can't ever change. My life sucks. It's never going to be any different. Woe is me. And I don't mean to sound that like I'm judging anyone who feels like if you feel like a victim or lost or any, any of that sense at all, I'm just saying what was for me 
I was really tired of being in that crap. I was really tired of being like, poor me. I don't know how to change. My life really sucks. I don't know what to do. Nobody's life is worse than mine. You haven't been through what I've been through, blah, blah, blah. And that's all I ever knew because of my own conditioning and pains and hurts, traumas, et cetera. And when I started to do the work and realized, wow, no, not only are you worthy, but you're quite amazing. <gasps> wow. Look how truly amazing and talented and skillful you are and how much care and love and compassion. Uh, yeah. Hell yeah. You deserve this life. Hell yes. You are worthy of everything you've always desired for yourself. And I can't let folks in my sphere go by without knowing that in some sort of way. So I tend to always get the messages of like, you know, I finally was at my breaking point and you popped into my mind. I don't, and I'm like, great. I haven't talked to that person in three months <laughs> or I'm reaching or some, I get those messages. And so not only does it just sh shoot a love arrow through my heart of like, Ooh, that is juicy. Somebody thought of me when they were feeling bad because my energy showed them that there's more out there and that it's, we're capable for more and to feel better about ourselves. And, you know, it really does make a difference with how your body feels and your skin and your youth and wrinkles. And I mean, I'm, you know, I've got my age up on there on me, but I pride myself on hopefully not looking that age, even though I'm wise beyond my years. And that's because of just feeling so much better about myself. And you don't realize until you're clearing energetically so much heaviness from your system, from your subconscious, from your soul, from your body of how heavy those pockets of low self-worth and low confidence and being lost and being overwhelmed and being unhappy. You just don't realize how heavy that sits in your soul and it can age you and it people and scientifically it carries you down, holds you into a place and a frequency level. And it's very true. And I can look it up. And when you stay in those areas for too long, you tend to be more to sick often or your skin suffers or, digestive problems and some sort of sickness can perpetuate and happen and stay in those cycles. It's very, very true. And I started to do some research on research on that. And let me just tell you <laughs> this skeptical Scorpio. Um, I used to do at least two, three, four colds a year. I just got over a cold. I was talked about that. Like a little bit, I be a little bit congested still. I haven't been sick since, uh, we fell victim to, you know what, the big C word, um, probably December of 2020. And me just getting whatever's first cold I've had since then. That's a couple of years. I just don't get sick that often. I'm not saying I've healed myself and I'm all like, you know, sick free or anything. But there's something to really to say when you are bringing more presence to your body. You have more love for yourself, more self-care. You're listening to your body so um, you know, I eat when my body's really craving and those scrambles and the veggies, but I'm going to, I'm going to have the cookie. If my body's like that rice crispy treats calling your name, you deserve it. Just don't eat the whole box. Okay, great. I'm going to listen. I'm going to have it. And it has kept me in a place that my frequency stays on a higher level versus always lingering like it used to in the lower frequencies where I was always sick and having colds and stuff. And, um, that's another little element of this work. So, 
Yeah, no, we had this question kind of started about like how it kind of came through in the spiral and the picture. And again, I went off on my own little tangents, but Thank let me just mind. bring it back in and say that um, I think we all really can resonate with how I explained the spiral um, and how that image really relates and where that came from, how it was originated, um, all the practitioners, what the modality is, what emotional clearing is, what the tool is. So I feel like I've probably talked enough. Everybody has a really great idea of what I do and how much I love it and how passionate I am about that. And I will say this, and I would actually love to talk about Akashic Records if you're open for it and you'll hear more from you as well. But um, I just never knew that I could be like this. I just never knew that I was really her. I was, I never I had never really met her before this woman you see before you or that you're talking to. I, I just didn't, I fantasized about her. Like I've, I, I always wanted to be really free and have freedom from limiting beliefs and believe more about myself and love every piece of me and just enjoy my authenticity and my too muchness and my loudness and my neuro spiciness and my amazing sense of humor. Like I just had no idea the depth of how amazing those pieces of me really are. And until I started to do this work and, and then it blossomed and opened me up to realize what purpose is. And ultimately that's what a lot of humans are always searching for why they're here on this earth and what they're supposed to do. And ultimately you being here is your purpose and being who you're supposed to be as your destined self. And I said something in a session once and it stuck and, you know, we're born as our destined self. We're just conditioned out of it. And the work that I do is to bring us back to that original authentic self that we were born. And it's a path to, to, to richness, to find this person, person discover and allow them to be really embodied. But um, I just can't ever, I just look back and like, it's just so different and I'm just here to help anyone that may need some help changing how they feel about themselves. Okay. I'm done talking about that <laughs> unless it comes up again, but um, this has been really enjoyable. I love talking yeah. about it and I don't do these too often. And I recently just did some clearing work. Like I was totally okay being a practitioner and I do sessions all the time. Like I don't even post a lot, but I always have people in my inbox. I, I always, I'm always clearing and I'm always doing this work and I didn't realize that I haven't been fully educating on it. And I actually did a little, when I realized this, I was like, I had to do some clearing around it of like, I was okay being a practitioner, but I wasn't okay being an educator of this work. So, uh, and it's funny, I'm also testing shame. I'll never forget it. Cause this was just, uh, just a few months ago. And there's a lot of shame of like, I could go on for days. I'm not going to, but there was a lot of shame around that piece. And so now I take every opportunity. And for me, it's practicing for me to really streamline, to educate about the work that I do. Cause I feel it is that important. And I am that passionate about this work being some of the biggest and most game changer experience to make a difference in my life. It is totally not the band aid. You're going in for a complete overhaul. The most brilliant, uplift, uplift, body lift, soul lift, energetic lift, everything that you can get to, to move into this place that we've always wanted to be. So 
Yeah. Thank you for letting me talk about it. So it's been really great. I feel like I'm steadily talking about it more every day now. So thank you for that. Uh, it's my pleasure to hold that space for you, but also it's my pleasure to hear about it because it was a modality completely new to me. And mm -hmm. not only do I love to learn about new things, but mm, also me too. I'm getting really passionate about hearing you talk about it. Oh, ooh, thank you. I love it. I sparked it. I love it, love it, love it. <laughs> and just a quick, quick comment since you mentioned the thing about looking younger. Nobody else can see it since it's an audio-only podcast, but you look 25 at worst. Mm. So, well, you know, I did it her recently. I started to notice like the little forehead there. I was like, oh, that's what the, oh, that's why people get Botox to their forehead. But thank <laughs> you. Thank you so much. I, the last time I went back to visit my hometown, I was visiting with some friends who have children. And no, again, no offense to anybody who's got kids. I have chosen not to have children. And I, I've always get complimented of that of not looking my age and um, you know, because I'm 51. Oh my God. I can't believe I just said that. I haven't even, I didn't realize that, that I don't talk about it, but it, how you feel no about yourself really no. radiates. It really does radiate. And, it does. Mm -hmm. Oh, I sure can't believe it. I know. No I know. Thank you. Thank you for that. And just oh, recently though, this year, I was like, okay, the forehead, you know, I'm not going to get Botox, but I see why people get it. But, <laughs> but, um, you know, I go back and every time I go back, I just, you know, the people I went to high school with and they're just like, why do you look so much younger? And I always make the joke of like, well, I've never been married to a man and I don't have any children. So <laughs> again, no offense to anyone. I never mean to like be offensive or judge or anything like that at all. But again, that's what's worked for me. So research around them unfortunately mm -hmm. i've not had the extra quote stressors that potentially a uh, significant yeah. other of that nature and children can you know put on somebody so you know i take that with a grain of salt and i joke about it often but um i feel like really you know just how you take care of yourself will radiate and i have worked to take care of myself in all the ways no, no, but thank you for that. I'll take that compliment all day long. <laughs> You're most likely very much meant. Thank you for listening to the Starry Sky and Witchy Things podcast. A huge thank you to Jenna Sword at Jenna S-O-A-R-D on Instagram for the cover art and Papa Planet for the music. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to be notified when a new one comes out, please subscribe on your platform of choice. And if you really love it, 
leave a five star rating and review, which will help me be found by more people who'll enjoy it too. Also, feel free to share it on social media and with anyone you think should give it a shot. You can send your questions and comments to my email starryskypodcast at gmail.com or on Instagram at starryskypodcast. And you can also subscribe to my monthly newsletter at witchymusings.substack.com where I share reflections and tips about the astrological seasons. Until next time.